0: Hi there, I'm Becky Hammond, founder and Maven over at eSogo and eSogoStrong.com. You already know that relationships are hard, so let's make them easier with your strengths. And welcome to the eSogo TV video and audio podcast. Here on eSogo TV, we are fueling family connection and work energy by focusing in on your strengths instead of fixating on your weakness. And today you are joining us for episode 89 which very well may be our last episode in this season's interview series which has all been about using strengths and you know what if this is uh, the first time that you are catching one of these in this series you can definitely scan back and listen to just a mix of folks who have really risked and shared their stories these people are leaders they're coaches their parents their spouses they're just regular people who have all shared about what happens in their lives when they truly began using and harnessing the strongest things about them. There has been so much change in confidence, in career, in parenting, in marriages, in leaderships, in healthcare organizations and beyond. So be sure to check those out. Those are episodes 80 through 89 on TV. And as for today our guest is eduardo via today you get to hear from the middle of his journey and really aren't we all in the middle of our journey I, I think that's why his perspective is so relatable and yet really so unique unique to him and his strengths eduardo is currently a senior consultant of organizational transformation at grant Thornton, but that's not all he's also uh, a skilled independent facilitator on a variety of subjects, which always amazes me. And he has a background rich in career experience and education from places like Harvard and Johns Hopkins University. And he's a dance enthusiast. He's a dance enthusiast (laughs) who uses dance and partnership to talk about leadership and teamwork. So I just always think that's so cool. And today, Eduardo shares about the unknown challenges, as he calls them, that his strengths revealed, and then the career position and trajectory that that really set him into. So let's dive into this conversation with Eduardo. Well, hello there, Eduardo. Welcome to Isogo TV.
1: Great. Hi, Becky. This is so cool. Uh, I'm so excited to be here today.
0: Oh thanks. I am glad that we were able to use the adaptability uh, arranger strengths that we have to kind of make sure that we made this happen. so um I'm yeah. excited for people to hear your story and how uh, and really it's it's a journey like all of us um but i'm I'm excited for them to to see where you are in that journey and what the strengths perspective did to kind of change how you see uh, everything in. Your life. I mean, to me, it seems like everything in your life. So I'm excited to dive into that and just a little bit here because I want people to to be able to uh, to learn and see from you um, just what can happen when you start to understand. Man, these are things that are actually brilliant and true about me, um, and what happens in your life as a result. So thanks for being willing to do that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for hosting such a great space for people to not only get, you know, share with others, but also in some ways kind of get more self-aware and Mm. have that reflection, just, just shoot back at them.
0: Great. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Well, let's just jump right in and just let people know a little bit about yourself. Like what's your family like? What do you do for work? And then we'll go from there.
1: Great. So we'll start with present, then and and then maybe Perfect. past, and then future, like that. Okay, sounds <laughs> good. So uh, currently, uh, I work at a, a full time job um, at a professional services firm that does government contracting. And okay. so uh, this is my third of third year in at two firms that I've started at just three years ago. Uh, a company is called Grant Thornton, and they do a lot of work for the government as well as private sector. Uh, some accounting audit stuff. I actually do a lot more of the consulting. I'm in the department called Public Sector Organizational Transformation, and um, you know they have clients all over agencies, Veteran Affairs, Patent Trademark Office, different mm-hmm. folks like that. So right now, I'm uh, finding a way to be a contribution to my clients uh, in their IT uh, department, at, and that's pretty much it. Cool,
0: very good, and um. I know you kind of have a future vision, of course. Now you have uh, your top five. Let's re- re- uh, tell everybody what your top five strengths are. Great. What your dominant strengths are, because I know that there's something <laughs> you need to claim past five. <laughs>
1: that's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, I learned this last year uh, in between my my two uh, companies that I worked with that you have dominant ta- talents, lesser talents, and all the supporting ones. So I like to tell people that uh, not just my top five, but my Top seven dominant talents are woo, individualization, ideation, analytical, futuristic. And then I add those other two that are communication and activator. So that's cool. my one through seven.
0: Cool. Cool. So what we're hearing show, I know that you think about the future and you can cast vision. You also have all these kind of seemingly disparate ideas that you have ways to connect together. Cool. Well, one of the things we've been doing, and I realize I don't think I have my deck. Oh, here it is. One of the things we've been yeah. doing from these um, episodes is just Dare to jumping into one of our Dare to Dialogue cards here. This is a nice worn deck. I don't know if you can see it. We've we used this one quite a yes. bit. So I will just randomly select a question from this conversation That's card deck where right you can, there, right? right? Yeah, that, this yes. one. Yes. There we go. Okay. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. little magic,
1: yeah. virtual magic here.
0: Exactly. Ooh, I haven't, this one hasn't shown up yet. Um, okay. Okay. What is the most important challenge you currently face? This is, I mean, oh, that's this is a good like, one. Why don't you just jump that's right in, one. right?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. So, 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 let me think about it for a second because I wrote down, you know, my strengths, right? Individualization. Uh, I'm trying to see if how I can focus one of these, or maybe two or three. So, because my ideation will totally just answer that question, even my futuristic. But one of the things I, i I'm, I'm really looking at doing is try to, you know tap into those other buckets so so my ideation my futuristics would say the 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 challenge i'm working on the most right now is really my well-being um Mm -hmm. connected to the the five buckets or the five essential elements of well-being i really love when i before even strengths i really love that book and that kind of model you know and over the last three years one of the the buckets of well-being that i have let just kind of drift apart has been my physical uh well-being and and, in in other words You know, and this happens for folks my, my schedule shifted from, I used to have tons of time to work out and then I had a commute of an hour and a half each way for five Ah. days in a row. So, you know, that physical then unfortunately affects other areas, you know, it can affect community. So for example, if, if I don't feel comfortable getting all dressed up, you know, to go dancing, then I won't go dancing, which then affects my, well, you know, all the things. So right now I think the one challenge that both Juanita and I are focused on is Uh, regaining the physical well-being so so we just decided two things we we are swimming uh, three times a week and we have now in using our futuristic we have uh scheduled our um a half marathon october in detroit and it happens to be a unique one in that uh you have to carry your passport because you're you're literally crossing the border into canada and back to the u.s
0: how cool is that yeah cool so how about
1: you what what challenge are you uh
0: the first thing that comes to my mind is, um, is well, or as I said, the first thing that comes to my mind, then like 12 other things came to my mind. So that was, that was the pause. But uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is I'm kind of, uh, this summer, so we're two months away from having a baby, and uh, those tend to be my most productive two months of my entire uh, career, um, career yeah. and I've had, I've now had what, four opportunities, my fifth opportunity to, to have that type of productivity. Um, and so I, one of the things that's a big challenge for me is I, I'm re kind of reorienting um, my business model to be able to be international because um, my husband, David, is taking a job with the State Department, and we are going to be living in places overseas, and so um, what does that look like, and how do we make that happen right. in the next two months, so um, yeah. is a big challenge, and one that I'm excited to face, so I think
1: oh, that's, that's great. That's yeah. great. Oh my gosh, and remind me, you're do you have a ranger, because I know you have Achiever Belief and uh, Connected. That's right. I can't remember.
0: Achiever, Arranger, Learner belief and learner kind of
1: that's the fifth one yep yep yes yep. 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 great that's the one that, yeah, keeps, that me yeah.
0: and keeps me learning <laughs> keeps, <laughs> me and keeps me growing <laughs> yeah, uh, cool all right well let's um you've you've talked a little bit about um some of your strengths journey kind of where it was uh where your strengths kind of came into play so when you when you first came across the strengths concept in a, in a significant way, in a way that really impacted you, um, what problems were you looking to solve or or what were you thinking about most in your life at the time?
1: Yes, yeah, so I would say there was probably two times. Uh, the first time in two thousand and ten, I had just left my job as a as a director of technology for a school system. and okay. in that grad school course where we took the yes. top five, What was really interesting is in the first glance, right? when I saw uh, Woo and ideation, you know, uh, and, and I read those, I realized, oh, maybe this is why I was unsatisfied. as I went from being a trainer or a teacher, technology trainer, integrator, cons- internal consultant to IT director and running the whole, like, mm. you know, million dollar budget for the schools. I saw that a lot of my strengths were in the relationship mm. and, and influencing. And so the challenge at the time was, I don't want to be an IT director, right. you know, but I, but I still want to lead a project or program. And I think, you know, I've been going to conferences and other schools the way I, cause I'm not a traditional techie person. So a lot of my techie classmates from college were very surprised that someone ever, you know, let alone three or four different institutions gave me the role of IT director <laughs> uh, because, because they're like, and so what I realized with, with ideation, with woo and even, um, the futuristic, realizing that my analytical strategic things were helpful in figuring out all the tech, but just enough of what I needed to be able to use communications and Woo mm-hmm. to translate between those users who really either were scared of technology, but knew there was something possible and those who could deliver programs, software, you know, any of that stuff, but weren't always necessarily high on communication skills. Right. And so I think, In that moment when I got the top five and someone said, oh, this is why in schools as a teacher, when you go visit another school to bring back ideas, you get alive by it. Mm -hmm. But then other teachers are wondering, why are you going to other schools? And or how is it that, you know, and I realized, oh, it's the woo. Like I can actually go to another school or even at a conference and connect with teachers and I can really make everyone feel safe and warm to share their ideas. And then my ideation would be, oh, oh, this math teacher wants to do something really neat? Well, I heard that this math teacher at this other school has done something like that and connecting. So, so in that moment, I realized it wasn't that I was in the wrong career or even industry, IT director in the schools. It was just that I didn't know what was the best way to have that show up. So that's when, you know, inadvertently I started a small business uh, technology training consultancy for schools, which then led, led to nonprofits which then led to small businesses. And then that's how I learned more about running a small business. So that was probably the first unknown challenge, you know, unknown challenge that when I took the top, and that was just my top five, Mm. you know, and the grad school instructor, luckily she was the head of a little elementary school and she was the one who said, yeah, teachers, you want to know what's right with you so that you can be teaching, you know, from that place and making sure that you're always conscious about some of the kids in your class will have certain strengths while others will have others yeah um, unfortunately I didn't really dive deep into it but that was probably a the the challenge that was at the time um hey what do I do after this you know yeah yeah the, that- I
0: love how you said that the unknown challenge because sometimes it's like we there there's like this underlying thing like I don't I don't maybe I don't like this as much as I thought I was going mm-hmm. to I want to lead but I don't really <laughs> Why did why isn't this fulfilling? Like I kind of thought it would be. Right. Like I worked my way up. Why should this should be the thing now that I'm you know I'm more excited and passionate about? But really, you left your you know your strengths were more geared towards the things that you were doing before, and then it uh, it changed as you moved up into the more director role. Yeah. Um. And so it, I I love that kind of unknown challenge. It's like sometimes when you understand who you are through your strengths. It starts to bring things up for you. It starts to say, like, ah, this is why I, right. I'm frustrated sometimes, or this is what? why other people what? are frustrated with me sometimes, right? Like, you're not the typical tech person. Like, why is this techie guy like not like in his cubicle, right? Like, yeah, well, um, right. because he would well, like to yeah, be out making good. connections and and yeah. socializing with people and using those you know woo communication type strengths. So. <laughs> Um, yeah yeah can really can
1: great. I can I mention one yeah. one piece of feedback that I got from someone so yeah. and this was interesting so seven or eight months before I announced I was resigning and leaving this role because I wanted to go get a master's and I wasn't sure what was next um, I had someone said you know Eduardo do you know what your problem is <laughs> I was like okay like, you know okay. It's, 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 well, no, I'm what like, oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> only one that's great only. and actually it was it was such a great poetic piece of, of information that that when I took my top five and got my results a couple months later in grad school, it made sense. And she uh-huh. goes, "Well, you and you um you and I are pretty different here, you know. Uh, no, she's uh, something like you and I are pretty different here. You're a real smart guy. You and I are, are you know are pretty smart here. Uh, however, you bring five solutions to a teacher who hasn't identified there's a problem yet. Interesting. And that was just such a real piece of like. Like at first it hit me like, well, why wouldn't that teacher want to have the problem? Why, I mean, want to have a solution, solution, right? Well, that's a great idea. And and it was when I took the assessment that ideation and analytical futuristic, I'm like, oh yeah, I could see how that would be a problem when I'm giving five solutions, but no one has identified that there's a problem yet. So, and that's, I think what sometimes, and sometimes these, these this the, the word of consultancy is is sometimes you're bringing your hey we have this solution for you um but a couple of weeks ago I was doing a sales training about value and and I was talking about how the value the customer potential customer you know gets your your coachy right whoever you're speaking with gets to decide what's the value you know and and that's that's a challenge in both sales and just in consultancy period so um the five solutions to a problem really Hit home when totally. I got my top five results.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I it just starts to uh, put some shed some light on why other people might not be receiving that in a positive way. Like, but whereas you, it's just so natural for you to think to think in that way. I, I think a lot of people um, who are listening today are have had an experience like you in terms of like they were exposed to particularly the the strengths perspective, particularly the Gallup Clifton strengths and at at some point, and then it's like, Oh yeah. Wow. This is cool. This, this does talk about me. This does explain a few things. Um, and then, you know, it kind of gets put in a drawer or it doesn't really get fleshed out to say like, okay, yeah. yeah, Like, you know, people look at me like, what do you mean it's life changing? Right? Like, well, no, I mean, it it takes a different type of step. So, so the next time that you kind of uncovered your strengths again and kind of were diving into that, what, what, what was that, what was that season like? Like what, what, Mm -hmm. um, what were you thinking about most at the time in terms of a problem or a challenge that you were encountering that kind of spurred you on to think through this again?
1: Great question. So I think um, so for eight years, so 2010 in grad school yeah. uh, to 2017 when I started in the full-time uh, what I what I call the corporate world, which actually turns to be a, a subset of that, which is the government contracting world. You know, I, again, I had never really thought of my strengths. I had told people, take your strengths, right. take your strengths, but not not really understanding them, just saying, hey, it'll be a neat, a hop. Um, so after nine months of being in, in this one firm where I thought I was going to be doing a lot of learning and development work for, for the veterans, actually, it turned out mm. I was completely off base. And so I left there feeling like, you know, what did I do wrong? Like we, I was telling them, hey, I could do this, I could do this. This is the kind of you know, but, but I wasn't even speaking my strength. Didn't even, wasn't saying anything like, Oh, woo or activator. I, but I was doing all of that stuff, going to the networking events, trying to actually trying to get a new role that was more applicable to me. And uh, believe it or not, the, uh, I was using woo. Didn't know that. Right. But Mm -hmm. I get that I was connect individualization. People are like, you really understand me. It's like, yes. However, at that time in the, in that firm, it was seen like network, almost like the teachers, like the networking. It was like, you know what, there's a process here. And if you want to switch to different engagement, you know, you want to go through the process. And I thought, Oh, I was just finding out what that is. So I think I left there feeling a bit like who am I and can I in this world, you know, bring all of me. Mm-hmm. And so it was going to the course to find out about Gallup, you know, a five day it was like a two day and a three day course together to find out, about strength you know that had me understand that not only the science but the art Mm. of really under of of understanding being aware and being able to fully apply and i think the biggest challenge at that point was trying to decide oh maybe i thought i was wrong for the corporate world or Mm. something like that so the challenge was really getting clear who am i what do i love doing right um what am i good at and then um what does the world need and actually Japanese, you probably are familiar with the term ikigai, right? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, ikigai like,
1: is something intersection
0: that intersection of all the circles that goes right in the middle, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: uh, they, they translated many times in these images the Venn diagram, the reason of for being. Yeah. Right. So an ikigai speaks to those four items, and when you have those four circles intersect, awesome. But maybe when only what does the world need, and uh, what do you um, what do you love doing? that's uh, only into purpose or something and, right. or, but maybe you're, you know, so all of the, I wanted to, that would be, I suppose, the challenge that came to mind is what's my Ikigai? What is my reason for being where I can connect all four of those circles and, and really get centered. And I think that week at the Gallup um, course, when I learned from other coaches and I learned, I thought I actually, I thought when I learned about executing talents, I'm like, I don't have any until number 12. You know, I thought, this is my problem. Maybe I can't get stuff done. And then uh, Coach said, you know, you have all the talent. You have all 34 of them. The question is, why would you want to spend time working Mm -hmm. in your 28, 29, 30, you know, when you could just be working in your 1 through 10? And that really helped me start speaking to others about their strengths and about, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's actually why when I went to that open house, I didn't have to shift who I was. I literally just spoke said, yeah, I'm in this course all about strength. And I found out here are my top five. I found out they didn't change much from eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out I have 34, you know, a full set of 34 talents. But these are the ones that I think I could make the most difference in. And that's wow. what led to this woman saying, wow, that sounds like the five talents we would need for a consultant. Are you interested <laughs> in working here? So the challenge, unknown, as I said, was really discovering how do I speak and how do I have others here you know, uh, a request for supporting me in in finding my ikigai or creating it if it didn't exist. And I think I'm so glad that um, that I know that your, your your experience in Japan because you actually get what that ikigai is. And I've been telling people all about it for the last four weeks, actually. So.
0: Awesome. So clearly, in your life, yeah. you experienced um, a, at that point in 2018 a pretty dramatic shift in um, what would you call it? Kind of, well, for, first of all, it's in confidence because you were able to show up yeah. as your full self and be able to really explain who you were and say like, Hey, if you have a need for this, then I'm your guy. And if you don't, yeah. then I'm probably not your guy. Right. I mean, that's right. like a different yeah. level of confidence that just I, I kind of blows people's mind. I think. Um, yeah. but also you got a job. So, <laughs> right. Like, so you kind of right. explain- Right, like self confidence, but then also like a real career, real set, right? Yeah. So, uh, what? Yeah. How would you describe what you experienced in your life, um, through your strengths? I know you've given us a couple examples. Does anything else kind of come to mind?
1: You mean in the professional world or just outside of it?
0: You know, either one. Whatever comes to mind. You know, I mean, I know you have lots of things come to mind. Um. <laughs> Well, yeah,
1: so. <laughs> as, as, as one of our colleagues, Paul Allen, would say, sometimes unbridled ideation is, is not a, a great thing, yeah. you know, yeah, um, yeah, we call if you're not fire, responsible for it. The
0: fire hose it. futuristic over here, like, yes, the fire that's hose right. doesn't, not so good. Let's make it a fountain so it's much more pleasant.
1: Yes, a fountain, I like that. Well, I'll tell you, um, what comes to mind is that um, what I like to call, so, so woo and individualization are my number one and my number two. Hmm. and what's interesting is that in a group full of people, so I love facilitation. I I call myself a conversational choreographer. Sometimes Mm -hmm. that's that's too structured. So sometimes I say I'm a conversational curator. So if you put me in a group full of, a room full of people, right? 20, 25, 30 people, maybe they're a team, maybe they're not. But but, um, somehow my woo and my individualization together um, in a room full of strangers not only helps me connect one-on-one with folks, and it actually, I call it mimics, relator talent. So relator is not mm-hmm. that far down, but yeah, it's it's yeah. Woo
0: individualization. Yeah. You mean? Interesting. Yeah, exactly.
1: And so w- when that happens, the experience for another is not necessarily overwhelming. Woo, um, and the individualization—they're not necessarily as threatened by someone really being able to get their their experience. And and so sometimes I can help in a room have that elephant in the room kind of show up and then at least push to the side momentarily so that people can feel safe talking about mm. who they are as individuals or maybe a challenge that the team has had or something that just has that's really blocked the human potential of the answers that are in the room from from the team of people in the room. And I I think that's the one area where I've seen, oh, mm. I can take one of these, like, woo, take individualization, put them together, and create uh, the experience that I, I want and focus them. So – same with activator. Like I, futuristic and activator almost by themselves come together sometimes, right? And that's the one I have to be, as I mentioned earlier, responsible for. Yeah. Because sometimes I see the future and I'm energized about it. And I want to activate into like, what's well, our first step? And really haven't had someone like you or my fiance, who's an achiever, a ranger, right? To be able to say, hey, what are the steps that we would want to talk to someone about? so that they can hear not an activator, let's get started now, but that they can actually see a plan towards that future that they can be energized about. So I I think that is one of the things that in this last, in this company I'm in right now, I've been actually speaking to more of that. I've been Hmm. what I like to call accountable, keeping myself not only confident, but also responsible for saying, hey, um, I'd like to contribute in this way. And if this is not the right time, you know, mm. let me know when it's, you know, and it, and it helps the, I guess, inquiry because it helps people go, oh, yeah, yeah, we're already this stage four of the five stage proposal. Right. So that, that's not, but you know what, we'll come back to you when we're at stage one or two of the next proposal because we do this all the time. Yeah. So, so it's almost like I'm teaching people how to like, even give me feedback that makes me feel appreciated um, and still confident you know, without having them feel like, how do we, you know, deal with this? How do we, you or know, you're like disrupting
0: And they're just like, no, now we have a conflict, right. a problem that we have to deal with instead right. of like, well, actually now I'm seeing this as valuable, not at this moment, but right. going forward exactly. the next time. Hmm.
1: That, that application that's, that's been really, yeah. And I, I'm not sure if that's exactly a, a challenge, right. But like, that's where it yep. shows up is, is when someone goes, Oh, you're, you're definitely high relator. And I I kind of giggle. I'm like, "What makes you say that?" And and they'll they'll you know, and I say, "Interesting. Well, actually, this is what it looks like. You know, yeah. and this is how I I you know, yeah." Know. And that, so the so it actually helps me coach people. And actually, that's why a lot of people think, or they don't even know I'm a Gallup certified coach, and they actually call me coach because people love how I can listen to them, and and they're like, "Wow, no one really ever understood that." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, great. I'm just asking questions." And I call it being a magnifying um, mirror. I reflect back to them a, a more expanded version of, of themselves or what they thought was possible, what they thought they were possible, uh, and so that that's part of how I kind of combine the the top five or six, seven talents
0: I have. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you have been really active in, I mean, in the last couple of years in understanding, not just understanding how they work together, but trying to then intentionally use them in a way. I mean, I think, I think that's what some people kind of stumble over. It's like, yeah, this describes me, but like, what do you mean I could be better or get better? And some of these examples that you've just shared, I mean, that to me, that that shows significant change. That shows like, ah, this is how it really, this can really impact how I interact with people. Um, Not that just that that is what I do naturally, but it is what I do naturally, and I could hone in on it, I could, Instead of bothering people by what I do naturally, <laughs> I could bring right. awareness to it, and, and like you said, a sense of responsibility to it. To say I own these and I'm in control of. You know, we talked about the volume dials, right? I'm con- I'm in control of yes. dialing them appropriately in one moment or another, and and really putting those to work in a way that you know, it obviously it's, it's benefiting you, but it's first benefiting the people around you. And then it reflects back benefit to you. I mean, I, so I just really feel like that's
1: that's a great, I love what you just said. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. It reflects back. Like when the energy in the room is that safe, then for them, then it, I get to be safe and then I get to be more authentic. And then, and there's, even though connectedness isn't necessarily high on my thing, I, I feel like we're all one in that moment. You know that I'm here, even though I'm a trainer for three days or consultant. I walk away, mm-hmm. and there's still a piece of me that was that was there, and and will be there. I'm so glad you you said that because that that definitely had me think about um yeah the the being able to co- to build complementary partnerships. I think that's the one thing I've been focusing on lately is mm-hmm. is where with Juanita, where is where where do we build a complementary partnership? Um, uh, you know, you you and I met because of the Gallup Summit in some ways, but really we got to work together because I knew that if I wanted all the coaches in D.C. area when you lived in D.C. to me, like I knew Activator would help, Ideation would help, Woo would help, Futuristic might help, Communication might help. But what I didn't have is the how to get it done, mm-hmm. you know, necessarily. Yeah. And the Achiever Arranger that you had, um, we had our Jennifer Miller partner up uh, with us. We, so. Realizing that I don't have to feel ineffective or less efficient because I don't have 30 through 34 as my top 10. And I think that has helped me. Help
0: others cool well just kind of wrapping up here just draw and drawing from your own personal experience um, what encouragement or advice would you give to someone who can kind of resonate with your pre-strengths problems and if we were going to kind of summarize that Mm. a little bit you know this was like this is an unknown challenge a little bit this is a little bit of like career a little bit of dissatisfaction or just kind of like is this a fit or why is this not why am I not jiving kind of like I thought I was going to, um, if for someone who can relate to that type of, um, of, of challenge, um, what encouragement or advice would you give to that person?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. So, so I would say that the first thing, um, I would suggest is, uh, an empty the cup process. So mm-hmm. I think you and I facilitated once and, and, uh, you know, at the beginning of any session, when you show up and, and whether it's an excel training for some software or a strength finder people mm. already have a preconceived notion of what they think they're going to be in interested you know and in most of the any session i usually talk about an empty the cup process it's it's mm. like how can you fill the it's a i forget the the, the parable or the stories about a buddhist monk teaching about enlightenment someone wants enlightenment but they say here fill my cup and so uh, they they keep filling the cup but then it overflows and of course same thing if you already believe you know who you are and what you bring, then chances are you actually may be limited. So I thought what I brought was teaching, you know, when I left, you know, I brought technology, I brought, I thought mm. they were mostly in skills and content. Yeah. And so what would, what was great is that back then I didn't know this, but I really had a chance to empty the cup. And when I took the assessment to look at, you know, Oh, top five, look at not necessarily skills, certifications, master's degrees, look at like these talent pools, these filters by which you see the world. And so I would say the first thing to do is have someone empty their cup Mm -hmm. and they take the strength finder assessment so that then they can actually, Oh, this is what my bias of what I was good at or not good at. Maybe I take all of that away and just look at these talents, see them as filters, you know, of how I see the world. And also say the world doesn't necessarily see it that way. So If I'm, Mm. you know, high on futuristic and I'm speaking in future language, someone with, not that they're opposites, but someone with context might be thinking, why are you talking about something that doesn't exist? Mm. You know? And so similarly, if if someone's in that kind of um, low self-esteem or questions of satisfaction or fulfillment, instead of looking at, these are the things I'm good at, which is one part of that guy, right? Um, maybe look at what do I love? And one of the best places, I think, to find what do I love is in that top five assessment. Mm. Uh, take, you know, take a look, um, get your 34 if possible. But <laughs> if you want to start with five, you know, there's a plug, right? If you yeah. want to start with five, start with five and look at, oh, what do I love? And how is that related to my top five talents? Mm. And how can I, how have I focused them? And how have I not um, into what I might love and be good at and the world needs, and the world, you know, and 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 has a, a purpose, you know. So and or, it, and will produce income. Actually, I think that's the fourth one. I forget, Do <laughs> you remember the ikigai? I do. I do. I, forget, I, do. I actually have a, it on my other yeah.
0: computer, right on my desktop, but um, not this one. That's so. great. Totally, I think that's an I, amazing that's
1: concept for 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 you know. And I know how, how your experience in Japan, you probably had that just being because your for me, your belief always shows up as like your being, like you got a mm-hmm. real core sense of your being and and your family and the fact that you're two months expecting i mean two months away you know i I think to me you're a representation of that icky guy of like having connected all of those you know Hmm.
0: thanks i like to hope that i sit in that middle spot but you can tell when you're off right like you can really tell when you start things start to get off
1: Right. You know. And others can tell too. Yeah. yeah. Does that answer the question? About, it sure you know, does.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. I love that concept of uh, emptying the cup that we have it filled up with all of our expectations and our biases and our perceptions and 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 what we think we're good at, you know. And Peter Drucker says we most people think that they know what they're good at, but they're usually wrong, right? Like, so uh, let's yeah. empty all those perceptions, and we can always put them back in, right? Like, oh, well, I need those things, yeah, you know, exactly. we'll put them back in.
1: Yep. But
0: let's empty that cup and um, fill yeah. it with something that we know is is what's strong and energizing about us and. Um, yep. and that is a beautiful place to start with whatever problem you're experiencing, but especially if you're That's in right. the uh, kind of like that career funk of like, man, is this what I'm meant to do or not? So, um, yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Eduardo, for sharing your story and, you know, we'll have to do like a, a chapter two in a couple of years or something of what, what happened next, <laughs> right? How did that futuristic yes. vision play out? And, um, Definitely. and, uh, as you have been Living your strengths and continue to do that, and and seek career fulfillment in a way that uh, honors those strengths and uh, and is honored by them. So, uh, very good. Well, thanks for being here today.
1: Thank you so much, Becky. Have fun and tell your audience, like, enjoy. Keep watching the podcast. Oh, okay. uh, you never know; you might be you might be on it.
0: next. So. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's true. Let's do a little plug, right? Yes, <laughs> uh, definitely. Thank you so much, Eduardo. We'll be in touch soon. Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Bye. What I love about Eduardo's story is just his passion, his enthusiasm. It just kind of oozes from his experience and his being. And there's a richness in the eugenics of his strengths that led him to his greatest career happiness and then ultimately his reason for being. And I just, I feel like that's something that can inspire all of us. I know that it does for me, for sure. So you can connect personally with Eduardo via Vicencio over on LinkedIn. I know that he and his woo -woo would love that. And just like Eduardo, I really believe that you can be a part of creating thriving lives and families and workplaces across the entire world. Because when you orient your mind towards what's strongest about you and about the people that are around you, great things happen. Hey, and also, could you help spread this message if you believe in the strengths perspective or if part of you was impacted by this interview with Eduardo today, would you head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review? Uh, my friend Teresa says that it's not that easy to figure out how to leave a review. And when I looked into it, I totally agreed. So here's what I discovered. Here are the steps. <laughs> you open your podcast app and then uh, don't go to your own episodes that you've saved. Instead, use a little search magnifying glass and search for ISOGO TV, I-S-O-G-O TV, and then click on that audio version, and then scroll down about halfway until you see a section called Ratings and Reviews, then from there you can tap the star rating, uh, and then you could also click to write a review if you want, and then you're done. And then also, I would be really grateful at that point. So uh, I'm glad that you were here today to hear how others have fueled significant changes in their lives by really focusing in on the things that are strongest about them. And I hope that you join me for more next time on Isogo TV.